Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. fiery horse with the speed of light, a clod of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. his faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. The tribe of Apaches had moved down into the territory below Pecos. No one knew where they'd strike next with their ruthless savagery. Their first attack had been against a wagon train of pioneers. Get up there! Well, looks like our journey's all about completed. Sure has been a rough trip. Yes, it has. We've been lucky as that to come all this way without much loss. Get along there. Get up. Indians! Lots of them! They're attacking us! Get the wagons in more circles! Hurry up! Get your guns! The next attack was on a small settlement just at sundown. This town sure growing fast. Getting more folks here every day. Yeah, someday this will be a big city, maybe. I'm glad I settled here. My business growing fast right along with the town. Indians are attacking. They've already started fires at Gidget Town. We'll all be massacred. Get your guns, boys. 
And when the big drive started, ranchers never knew when they'd lose their herds. Hey, the boss will be glad to get the money for this herd. First big herd he's been able to round up for the market. He won't have anything to worry about after he sells these longhorns, I can tell you. Indians, great day, we're in court now. The cattle are stampeding. We'll lose everything. Come on, get The situation had come to the attention of Major Benson at Fort Lancaster. He sat in his headquarters discussing it with Lieutenant Sims. Lieutenant, those Apaches have ravaged the territory, in spite of everything we could do. Until we can get reinforcements, there's no way we can stop them. I know, Major. Chief Blackhawk seems to know just what the condition is here at the fort. If we don't get reinforcements soon, he's liable to lead his braves against the fort itself. Exactly what I'm afraid of. I don't know how he gets his information, but as you say, he seems to know just what goes on around here. Have you heard from Colonel Fox about reinforcements from Fort Landis, sir? Yes, Sergeant Daly returned this morning with a dispatch, saying that reinforcements will be sent within a few days. The troopers will use the railroad to bring themselves and their horses here. Well, that's a relief. Once they arrive, we'll be all right. Yes, after they get here, we'll move against Chief Blackhawk and his braves. I won't be satisfied until every last one of them is taken and sent to a reservation. I wonder when we can expect the reinforcements. Day after tomorrow. Meantime, if you get reports from our scouts about the movement of the Apaches, let me know immediately. Yes, sir. I'm sure we'll be all right if Chief Blackhawk doesn't get word about the reinforcements that are coming. I don't know how he could. No one knows about that except you, myself, and the sergeant. I'll be relieved when those troopers arrive, believe me. That same morning, the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Tonto, rode the trail in the vicinity of the fort. At a point where the trail skirted the rim of a narrow canyon, the Lone Ranger called a halt. Oh, wait, Tonto. What's the fella? Why we stopped, Kimasabi? Look below in the canyon. There are those big boulders. Oh, yeah, me see them. Small band Indians waiting there. Yes, and I see the one they're waiting for. There's a horseman coming down the canyon from the direction of the fort. I've used my binoculars. You think them Apaches? Yes, they are. I'm sure it's Black Hawk and a few of his braves. The man who's riding toward them is a trooper. Trooper? That's strange. Black Hawk and braves on warpath. Them not like troopers. The trooper stopped. He's talking to Black Hawk. Maybe him spy from fort. I have the same idea. I couldn't see his features too clearly through the binoculars. Look, Indians turn back, ride down canyon. Trooper turn round and go back to fort. We'll continue on this trail in the same direction. The canyon trail joins this one further on. Perhaps we can head that trooper off and find out what he's been up to. All right, let's go. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scott. The Lone Ranger and Tonto arrived at the junction of the two trails. Going into a nearby arroyo, they waited. After a time, the Lone Ranger spoke. Well, Tonto, we've been waiting here almost half an hour. I'm afraid that trooper reached this point and went on before we got here. Well, that's what me think. It's too late now to find out who he is. I'd like to know what he told Black Hawk down there in the canyon. Well, what we do now, Kimasabi? Major Benson should be warned. 
I'll take off my mask and fix a disguise. Then we'll ride to the fort. That afternoon, Sergeant Daly entered the Major's headquarters. Sergeant, what is it? There's a tall man outside to see you, Major. He says it's very important. Must be one of the ranchers from the neighborhood. Bring him in, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Major will see you, sir. Come right in. Thanks. Wait outside, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Well, sir, what is it you came to see me about? First, Major, perhaps this will identify me to you. A bullet. Is that some sort of a threat? That's not an ordinary bullet, Major. Examine it closely. Seems to be made of silver. It is. A silver bullet. You, uh, you ride with a companion? Yes. An Indian named Tonto. Then you must be the Lone Ranger. That's right. Sit down, sir. Sit down. Thank you. The news must be important to bring you here. Yes, I think it is. You see, Major, Tonto and I came along the main trail this morning. Where it follows the rim of Rocky Canyon, we observed Blackhawk and a few braves waiting below. Well, they didn't see us. As we watched, a trooper approached and talked to the chief. What? Then they parted, and the trooper rode toward this fort. One of my troopers meeting Black Hawk? Yes, that is serious. Yes, it is. I decided the man was a spy. We tried to reach the junction on the trail ahead of him, but we missed him. So I can't say what he looks like. So that's how Black Hawk gets his information. If the chief ever found out about the reinforcements that are coming... You're expecting reinforcements, then? Yes, they're coming by railroad. Supposed to arrive day after tomorrow. How many know about the arrival of the reinforcements? Only three of us. Lieutenant Sims, Sergeant Daly... Well, he's the trooper that brought you in a moment ago. And myself. I see. Then there's not much chance of Black Hawk finding out about it. I, I suggest you keep a close watch on anyone who leaves the fort, Major. Meantime, Toto and I will keep our eyes open for any adverse moves by the chief and his braves. It's a relief to know you're nearby, sir. Sooner or later, we'll discover who the trooper is that you saw meeting with the Indians. When we do, he'll regret it, you may be sure of that. A few minutes later, the Lone Ranger rode from the fort and approached the clump of trees where Toto was waiting. Find out anything, Kimasabi? Not about the trooper we saw, Tonto. But I did learn that reinforcements are coming by railroad day after tomorrow. Mm, it's not good Indians hear about that. Yes, I know. They might plan to ambush them on their way from the railroad station to the fort. That's right. Let's get going, Toto. Uh, uh, be ready. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. After we get around the bend and the trail ahead, we'll ride into the arroyo and wait there. Why we do that? I expect someone to follow us, Tonto. If one of the troopers is spying at the fort, he'd have a way of finding out about my conversation with the major. We'll wait in the arroyo to see if he either follows us or sets out to warn Blackhawk. Upon reaching the arroyo, the two men waited. But once again, they waited without result. Well, it looks as though I've missed out again, Tonto. We waited here for some time, and no one has come along. Well, maybe Trooper not find out what you say to Major. Yes, I know. 
But I had an idea he would. See, when I left the major's office, someone hurried out of the hallway just as I opened the door. I couldn't see who he was. Maybe him not able to leave port right away. That might have been the reason. Well, we might as well go on to our camp. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. But someone had left the fort. Instead of following the main trail, the trooper took a shortcut to the Indian village. After a short talk with Chief Blackhawk, he left the Indian village with three braves, taking another shortcut so as to reach the main trail some distance further on. There they reined to a halt behind some large boulders and waited. Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Toto rode leisurely along the main trail toward their camp. As they rode, the Lone Ranger replaced his mask over his disguise. Keep your eyes open for Indian sign, Toto. Chief Blackhawk and his braves might decide to storm the fort before the reinforcements arrive, if they get word about them coming. That's right. Me what? Oh, Silver Axe, strange. Him point ears, whinnying, look round. Yes, he seems to be warning us of something. The intelligent white stallion was trying to give a warning to his master. His keen nostrils had caught the scent of humans and horses, and once again he tossed his magnificent head and whinnied. Easy, fella, easy now. Otto, something's wrong. Those big boulders ahead on the right, or the gully on the left, would be a logical place for an ambush. Keep your eyes open. Ah, uh, may not see anything yet. Maybe if they... Kimasabi, you see glint a rifle behind boulders. It's an ambush. Make for the gully quick. Monsilver! Suddenly, swinging their horses to the left, the masked man and the Indian headed for the gully. They had moved quickly so that they reached the gully just as shots and Indian war cries broke loose. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. As the Lone Ranger and Toto approached the large boulders along the trail, Silver's warning let them know that someone might be waiting in ambush. Then as bullets flew their way and the Indians yipped their war cry, the masked man and Toto headed into a gully nearby. What we do, Kimasabi? Use our guns. 
Yes, there can't be many of them. We can move down the gully to get closer, then rush them. Maybe that's a good idea. Come on, sir. Come on, Yes, I see them. Let them have a tunnel. Uh-huh. They're leaving. They're keeping the boulders between them and us. Let's get after them. Come on, Come on, There them go. Look, the trooper's riding with them. I'm going to get him right now. Come on, Sylvie. Faster, fella. Get him up, scout. Other Indians come to meet him. Yes, we'll have to turn back. Head back to the trail. We can't fight so many. Come on, Sylvie. Come on, scout. When Toto and the Lone Ranger routed the small group from behind the boulders and started to give chase, they heard the war cry of many other Indians coming in the distance. Knowing they'd be outnumbered greatly, the masked man and Indian turned around and headed up the trail. Using every device of cunning to cover their trail, they finally reached their camp in the hills. Oh, sir, oh, that trooper is smarter than I gave him credit for, Toto. He left the camp and took a shortcut to get in touch with the Indians and ambush us. Ah. Good thing, Silver, give us warning. Yes. I'm sorry, though, I couldn't get that trooper. As he followed me from the fort, I feel sure he overheard my talk with the major. By this time, if not before, the Indians know about the reinforcements. Not, not good. Them try to do something. Yes. I have to keep our eyes open and try to find out just what their next move will be. The following day, the Lone Ranger again assumed a disguise and went to the fort to confer with Major Benson. He told the Major what had happened the day before. Oh, I can't believe it, that one of our troopers would be a traitor. We know it's a fact, Major, so it has to be faced. Do you know of any trooper that may have left the fort yesterday? As a matter of fact, two men did. Lieutenant Sims went to town to check on the arrival of the train. And Sergeant Daly left the fort to check the route the reinforcements will follow coming here from the station. I see. Do you happen to know when each of them left? Yes, just a short time after you did, sir. Oh, that's interesting. But, man alive, you can't suspect either one of those men, sir. Who else is there? Is the lieutenant at the fort now? Yes, he returned a few hours after he left. Sergeant Daly hasn't returned yet, though. You mean he remained away all night? Yes, I've been worried about him. Maybe he doesn't intend to come back. You mean you think Daly might be the one? Could be. Oh, Major, please, sir, something's happened. Well, speak up. What is it? Sergeant Daly's horse was just found outside the fort. Sergeant's uniform was stuck to the saddle with an Apache arrow. The Apaches have killed Daly. That's pretty bad, Major. I'm sorry for my suspicions. Is there anything you want me to do, sir? No. No, you may leave now. Yes, sir. Do you realize, sir, the implication is brought about by Sergeant Daly's death? It implies just one thing to me, Major. And to me. The only thing I can believe now is that Lieutenant Sims is the traitor. After agreeing with Major Benson that the lieutenant should be closely watched, the Lone Ranger left the fort and, putting on his mask, returned to the camp where Toto was waiting. The following morning, the day on which the train was to arrive, they rode the trail toward town. Between the town and the direction from which the train would come, there was a deep gorge over which a wooden railroad bridge had been built. As the trail on which they were riding approached the place where the bridge was, the masked man spoke. 
So far, nothing's happened outside of the killing of Sergeant Daly, Tonto. We'll soon come inside of the railroad bridge, and we'll wait and watch as the train with the reinforcements passes. Once in town, they'll be safe. They'll have to be on guard for an ambush as they ride to the fort. That's right. We'll ride the route ahead of them and look for signs of the Apaches. Look, Kimasabi. We see smoke come from Gorge. Yes, and it's thick smoke. Too thick to be an Indian signal fire. When we get a little closer, we'll see what it is. It come from where bridge for railroad go across. Yes, that's true. Let's hurry a bit. In a moment, we'll have a full view of the bridge. Monsilla! Now, Tonto, we can look. Tonto, Indians are down there. They set fire to the railroad bridge. Ah, we see flames now. Soon under part of bridge burn way. Train come down hill. Them not see danger till it's too late. Yes, I know. The trains do shortly. The only way to get across the gorge is to go two miles up trail. It'd be too late then. Yet they have to be warned. The plank footwalk along the ties across that bridge, Tonto. Silver and I have to get across to warn the train, and that's the only way. But that's risky, even without fire. We'll have to take the risk, no matter what happens. You wait at this end of the bridge for us. Monsilver! Arriving at the end of the bridge, the Lone Ranger and Tonto stopped for a moment. Monsilver! Smoke plenty thick. Flames soon reach up to tracks. The entire underpinning is on fire. The weight of a train on it, even now, would cause it to crash. If silver slip or plank footpath... Yes, I know the danger, but there's no other way. Indians see us. The gorge is deep, and they won't be able to get a good shot at me because of the thick smoke. They seem to know what I intend to do. Well, Tonto, here goes. Adios. Monsilve. Cautiously at first, the great stallion stepped upon the plank footwalk of the bridge and started across. In spite of his inherent fear of smoke and flame, the intelligent and courageous Silver knew he must obey his master. Got to make it, fella. Come on, boy. Hurry, Silver. Through the black, heavy smoke, the white stallion forged ahead. Any moment might be the last for the gallant horse and rider. The smoke was stifling, and the heat from the flames below was almost unbearable. Then, too, one slip from the narrow plank walk would be the end. Through smoke and heat and the whine of bullets, they pressed on. A little further, Silver. We've got to make it. We've got to. Come on, fella. Faster. The Lone Ranger's lungs seemed to be bursting, and Silver shook his great head, trying to get rid of the choking, blinding smoke. Gradually, they approached the far end of the bridge. Then a sound that struck like a death knell on the ears of the Lone Ranger sounded in the distance. The train is coming. We have to stop it before it reaches that downgrade. Hurry, faster, fella. Come on, Silver. In the cab of the train engine, the engineer reached again for the whistle cord. That'll warn anyone not to try to walk across the railroad bridge. That's always a welcome sight to me. When we round the bend and find the bridge under our wheels, I know that means the end of the trip. Well, you won't have long to wait. A few minutes, we'll hit that little downgrade and go round the bends you spoke of. Toot the whistle once more. Hey, look, just ahead. An hombre on a big white horse, riding right up the middle of the tracks. Hey, he's stopping. He's turning his horse broadside across the tracks. He's loco. 
He's not moving. You better stop or we'll kill him. Pull the brakes on, quick. What's the idea of this? Keep him covered, men. Oh, wait, Captain. You don't understand. The railroad bridge just around the bend ahead is burning. Look now, you can see some of the smoke. Hey, there is smoke. Lots of it. We'd all been killed. Well, I guess we owe you a vote of thanks instead Forget of... Forget that now. Indians have set that fire. If you move fast, you can move in on them with your troop. Get your horses from the cars, men. Hurry it. I'll show you a way into the gorge. They're on the south side of the burning bridge, and they'll be stopped because of it. We can ride in and trap them. Now, let's get the horses. In the gorge, the Indians were yelling frantically as they watched the bridge engulfed in leaping flame and smoke. Then as it crashed into the gorge, it formed a blazing barrier before which they danced and shouted. Chief Blackhawk stood a short distance away, watching. A frown covered his painted features as he turned to a buckskin-clad man beside him. Bridge, fall, four train, come. The masked man must have got across and stopped the train. I didn't count on him, Chief Blackhawk. Man of black brother, not good. Look, we can still wait in ambush for the troopers from the train. Now you get your braves together, and we'll go back to Rocky Canyon. Then when the troopers are riding to the fort, why... We... The troopers? They've been to the gorge. Get your braves together quick. We'll have to stand and fight. We can't get past the ruins of the bridge. Hola, fight, hello. The Indians saw the troopers bearing down upon them. Rushing to their ponies, they mounted and prepared to fight back. And for a short time, the battle waxed hot and heavy. Riding with the captain, the Lone Ranger rode into the thick of the fray, and many a painted redskin felt the result of his wrath. Then another bugle sounded. The troopers from the fort are coming. My friend Tonto must have gone after them. Well, the Indians have the chance now. Now look, Captain. The Indians are giving up, raising their guns over their heads. Sound cease firing! Well, Captain, looks like you've won the battle without us. Hello, Major. Well, it was the sight of your troopers arriving that made the Indians surrender. You all right, Kimasabi? Yes, Tonto. Here come some of your men, Captain, with the chief and a few of his leaders. Oh! Chief Blackhawk, come to talk peace with White Father. You're finished, Blackhawk. You and your tribe will be sent to a reservation. What's more, I... Say, look there. The man in buckskin is Sergeant Daly. So he's a traitor. Yes, I owe Lieutenant Sims an apology. He's under guard back at the fort. Daly, you'll be court-martialed for this. Take him away, men. I guess you can handle things from here on, Major. We have you to thank for saving the train and the troopers. Tonto told me what you did, sir. Thanks. Let's go, Tonto. Adios. Adios. Goodbye. You know, that that man is a marvel. Since he saved us, I didn't question his mask, but who is he, Major? You know? All I know is that he's one of the greatest men in the West, Captain. He's known out here as the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Fred Flowerday, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. (laughs) 